1: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
2: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. I'm Rachel Grant, and I've been a sexual abuse recovery coach since 2007, and I'm the author of Beyond Surviving, the final stage of recovery from sexual abuse. You can learn more about me and the Beyond Surviving program at rachelgrantcoaching.com. Do you know that familiar feeling of being like right on the edge of I'm about to lose my shit? Can you recognize it? Do you know where it's at? Are you able to temper yourself in those moments so that you don't fully tip over into a state of distress or dissociation? One of the things we're gonna talk about today is how to identify your boiling point and your freezing point. Okay, so we're drawing um, from our text, Trauma Treatment Toolbox. And so last time we were together, we talked about the kind of just distress thermometer. So I'm gonna pull that up again. You can go back and check out my previous video to learn more about this and how to use this thermometer. But the idea, a very quick, short review, is to go ahead and think about circumstances and situations in which you feel the worst distress, total relaxation, and then everything in between, because this begins to give you a little bit of a sense of like, when you're having an experience in the present day, you can kind of go like, okay, is this a You can use the numbers if you're a numbers person, you can use the labeling if you're a labeling person, or you can use the experience. So you could say this is about a 20 on my distress thermometer, and therefore here's how I can take care of myself. All right. And so what we wanna understand today is that for every person, As we go up this distress thermometer, there is a tipping point. Some people can be in their worst distress and still be very present and very grounded. Worst distress does not always equal dissociation or decompensation or overwhelm. It just means you're in a highly distressing situation. Okay, But for some people, like what we want to begin to understand is that, you know, we do sometimes have this tipping point. And so if we start to understand, like, ooh, when I start to get at that level 70, like that's where I am most likely to tip over into my boiling point, which is a place of dissociation or a place of withdrawal. Okay. So working with this is important because. You know, we wanna understand that, okay, if I can see that this is that I'm approaching my boiling point, then that's a, a sign that I need to slow the F down. I need to back up. I need to pause. If I'm working with someone, like I'm in a therapist's office or working with a coach, I need to vocalize, hey, I'm starting to reach my boiling point. Can we slow down? Can we take a break? This is how you can actually take good care of you in sessions or in treatments or in therapies so that you don't get re traumatized. Because if you just do this, I'm going to white knuckle it, I'm going to keep pushing through, I'm going to hang in there, and then you get over and past your boiling point, then you're going to do things like dissociate. Uh, some people just flat out in the session, like I'm done, I'm good, I'm out. Um, You can become very spacey or have a lot of brain fog. So then you can't really like engage in the session. Okay. And so really starting to think about um, where that tipping point is for you. And it's going to be different for everybody. And it can also be different, you know, in different contexts or depending on kind of how resilient you're feeling, maybe how great you're doing with your self-care protocols. So anytime we're facing additional stressors or we haven't been taking good care of ourselves, our resiliency and our bounce back just really declines. Okay, so we want to think about like a boiling pot of water, like it can change how much it boils or how quickly it boils based on things like altitude um, and other factors. And so our emotional boiling points can also be impacted and influenced. But you may be able to really just kind of tune in to notice like, all right, this is the level of distress. The boiling point by definition is the level of distress at which your stress becomes unmanageable. Hear that again. Your boiling point is the level at which your stress becomes unmanageable. So again, I might be at a hundred and there might be a lot of stress that I'm dealing with and I'm facing. But if I'm managing it and I'm navigating it and I'm staying grounded and I'm staying present, then I'm good. There's no boiling point there. But if at any level on that scale... I'm unable to manage the stress that I'm feeling. I'm hitting my boiling point and I, again, need to cool off. I need to turn the flame down, <laughs> okay, so that I can chill out, okay? All right, so... um So that's the idea. Do you questions to ask yourself? Like at this level, do I feel like I'm able to calm myself down? Am I able to like, there might be some effort there, but I'm able to do it. It's that place of like, yes, I, it's not like I have to just ride it out, ride out the distress, ride out the activation, but I'm feeling a sense that I can use an intervention. I can do some nervous system regulation in order to calm down. And so being able to notice at which point that stops being doable is really helpful. It's also about this kind of, I think this isn't in the text, but what I would add is like a a little attunement to yourself. Like, okay, I'm feeling distressed. Does it feel manageable? Yes. Okay, I'm feeling some distress. Okay, it's starting to tip into like maybe not manageable. And as soon as you feel that like hint that this might be turning to a level that's not manageable, just back off. Like don't keep pressing and pressing and pushing yourself. Like it's okay to back out of it sooner rather than later, because once you get to that point of boiling point, like, and you're over into the place of distress, now we're just going to be navigating, managing the, um, the compensation behaviors that are now starting to happen, like dissociation and withdrawal and these sorts of things. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So. The other end of this spectrum is what they call the freezing point. I think that languaging for me is a little conflicting because really we often think of like fight, flight, freeze as being a part of the activation process that is happening when we're at high levels of distress, um, levels of distress that are not manageable. So I'm gonna change the languaging here and I'm gonna use a term that I saw the other day which I really liked, which was called stress laxing. Okay, instead of relaxing, you're stress-laxing. And as I talked about in the previous video, for some survivors, being in states of calm and relaxation actually produce stress in the system because you're not used to being in that mode. You're used to being in states of kind of constant chaos and disruption and dysregulation. And so as you come into states that are less distressed, your your stress can still be present. And so you're kind of in this relaxed place, but you're stress-laxing. You're thinking about and you're worrying about and you're still kind of feeling uncomfortable. And so that's kind of going in the reverse of the thermometer and thinking about like, hey, can I actually reach a place of total relaxation that feels like relaxation or is there a place on this scale that actually I still stay in states of stress? Okay. So um, so that's one thing to really, really think about as well. I think that's a really interesting thing to consider. It's like, um, I like what they say here. It's like, at this point, your relaxation actually is uncomfortable. So you're still going into places of activation, but it's from a place of feeling too relaxed and your system not knowing what to do with that. Um, And this in that state, you might feel restless, unsafe, or your distress ends up skyrocketing. So like you're trying to come into a state of distress, or sorry, into a state of relaxation, but you hit your freezing point or your stress-laxing point, and your system goes, no, 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 that's actually not safe either. And then it pushes you into a state of distress and activation. Um, Important that they note here, not everyone has a freezing point, okay? Um, So uh, it's important to know about it, but you may not have it, so that's okay. Um, so again, the idea on this end of the spectrum is that when you become relaxed, you actually get stressed out. So that's why I'm calling it stress laxing. And, um, and then this causes you to go into kind of states of activation. Okay. So I really encourage you to think a little bit about like, okay, at what point do I start to feel out of control or overwhelmed by distress? And that is going to, um, this is like the level at which you feel unable to manage your stress response. Okay. Um, And so that's your boiling point. And remember you want to understand where that boiling point is or be continually assessing yourself. Am I reaching that? Am I approaching that? And before you get to that boiling point to ask for a pause or to step out of it or to slow down. And when you're in this same idea, when you're going into the place of relaxation, noticing when you're starting to feel uncomfortable and, and also backing out of that. Like maybe I don't wanna go that deep into that meditation or into that relaxation response process, particularly in somatic strategies that are often all very much about getting you like into a state of Zen and into your body. You might actually need to slow that down and not try to reach the deepest level of relaxation, but really stay just a step up from that so that your system doesn't go in to activation. And of course, there may be, there's room there, right, for titrating and pendulation. So that was in a previous video as well. So you might want to expand your capacity and make, you know, teach your system that being relaxed is safe. I remember definitely this process for myself, that being just still and quiet and calm, calm was really uncomfortable and really hard to do. I couldn't really last for more than like a few minutes. And then I had to hop off the couch and go get busy doing something. Um, And so of course, through time and practice and using interventions and strategies and mindfulness, I've been able to expand my capacity to enter into deep states of relaxation and to really reap the benefits and the rewards of that um, and do much less (laughs) stress-laxing these days. Okay, so experiment with that. Check it out. If you have questions, let me know. Would love to hear from you. What are you noticing as you're taking all of this in? What's showing up for you? And as always, if I can be a support to you in your journey, I'm here. Reach out.